Welcome to Pondering the World with Winter. I'm Winter Cypher, the host for the podcast, and welcome to episode two. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about anger and then kind of see where that takes me. Um, I have a very interesting relationship with anger because um, when I was little, and, and I bet some of you can relate to this, I wasn't allowed to express anger in a healthy way. So I learned to put it down and and keep it in, and then that anger just uh, started coming out as self-hate, self-blame, self-criticism, because in my house, it was a safe, quote-unquote, house, which meant that, quote-unquote, negative emotions weren't allowed, and... uh, this was a house of peace was a phrase that I heard growing up, uh, which essentially meant that anytime anybody had an emotion that wasn't positive or took, oh, took space, had like negative emotions that, um, took space in a room or in a house that changed the vibe or the energy of the space. And that was wrong somehow. Um, when it's not, uh, every human has a full range of emotions that they are supposed to feel as a human being and um that's something that usually is taught in in a healthy parent-child relationship uh and and you can have parents that think that they're doing the best for you when you're little but because they have never been taught how to feel their own emotions then they turn that miseducation or lack of education onto you and so that's what happened to me with anger and so lately I've been feeling a lot of frustration and and I guess the anger for me the way it comes out is through things like habitual lateness missing appointments self berating I have a huge inner critic which the inner critic is the voice in your head that beats on you for all of your supposed flaws um it could say like oh my god your face is so ugly today or i can't believe you chose to wear that outfit it it doesn't make you look cute at all or gosh girl whenever you try to speak up for yourself you always stumble on your words and you never sound intelligent why would you even try things like that and that voice is just an internalization, inter- <laughs> whoops, an internalization of other people's things that they've told you, plus its own growth as the inner critic has like lived inside of you, um, and that is all part of not being able to healthily express anger. But the way to overcome that and start learning how to feel anger more effectively is by doing a process of angering, um, which is setting aside time in your day to try to feel anger. If you have never felt anger before, for me, what it feels like is I feel really warm. Um, I start getting kind of hyper fixated on my body. Uh, it kind of feels like there's a rushing in my body. Um, my hands get really tense. My muscles get really tense. 
uh, my breathing gets shallower and I kind of see the color red like there's the phrase seeing red but it's true like in my mind's eye I see brighter colors like reds or oranges and all of these memories flood into my brain about things that I should be angry about or didn't get the chance to express my anger on um sometimes I can like feel it in my jaw too uh and yeah, sometimes it leads to crying even because I'm just so frustrated that I cry, which is common if this ever happens to you. It's because when you cry, crying releases a happy chemical in your body. It helps soothe you. So if you ever get so frustrated and then you cry, it's because your body is trying to soothe you. So for the angering process, there are a few different ways that you can get yourself to feel anger, whether that's looking at photos of your childhood that make you angry or journaling about topics from your childhood that make you angry uh, or topics now that uh, make you angry you feel like haven't been resolved in the ways that you needed them to or, or any experiences where you felt like you didn't get what you needed those are all great things to journal about and, and do this angering process uh, angering has a couple different components. One of them is verbally expressing how you feel in a safe space. So that might look like uh, sitting in your room and talking at a stuffed animal about everything that you're feeling that revolves around anger. Um, or it might be these, these come from Pete Walker's book, How to Overcome Complex PTSD. Actually, nope, it's called Complex PTSD from Surviving to Thriving. And um, he gives the example that you can use a tennis racket to hit a couch with. Uh, my version of that is to hit a pillow with my fists. Um, supposedly, in studies, uh, it makes you feel more anger, but I also wonder how true that is for people who've never been able to feel anger at all um, or allow themselves to. I think it's a very important thing to do because it physically gets out the anger that you're feeling inside. Um, another great example of how to do that more effectively is to listen to really angry music and then run out your emotions um, because when you have these emotions inside of you and they're not completed, then they'll just stick in your body. And, and what I mean by a completed emotion is every emotion serves a purpose. And once you kind of complete the action that your emotion is telling you to do, then it will go away. Kind of like when you are running from a, a I'll use simple terms, a bad guy or girl or person and your body gets full of adrenaline, fight or flight response, and you start running. Um, it's been categorically proven that once somebody outruns a threat physically, then they'll stop feeling anxious because their body has done what it needs to do with that adrenaline. But for suppressed anger... Um, what you needed to have done as a child or uh, in your past for 
towards a, a relative or a relationship partner or a friend or anytime you suppress that anger, uh, what it was telling you to do is to express it to them in a way that was self-respecting um, so that your needs got heard and maybe your boundaries wouldn't be further crossed in the future because anger is a uh, when it's a primary emotion, it's an indicator that somebody isn't respecting your boundaries or isn't respecting the uh, the socio-cultural groups that you belong in. Uh, so, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. Step two. Right. So, when, when the anger emotion sits inside of you it'll turn into depression because there's a phrase in psychology that is essentially anger is no depression is anger turned inwards uh so at the root of a lot of depression is an abundance of not feeling heard not feeling like your needs have been met not feeling like your boundaries have been respected or even knowing how to set boundaries or feeling like you deserve to set boundaries, all of that. Um, and so, yeah, so part of this angering process is trying to get out that emotion that has been stuck in you, um, that wasn't able to complete its process. And so running with the angry music allows your body to run out some of that chemical makeup of your emotion of anger, and so that gets it out of your body. Another way that can be really helpful is by doing a grounding process. So uh, that could look like doing a 5-4-3-2-1 or could be a visualization where you're imagining that your feet are planted firmly to the floor and then there's a root that's coming out of both of them and it's tunneling deep into the earth so that you are physically grounded to the earth uh, and then imagining that all of your stress, your anger, your sadness, your um, overwhelmed feelings, your not good enough feelings, whatever it is, all travel to your hands and then you do this with your eyes closed and then well, you make fists with your hands and then you imagine that all of that negative energy is accumulating in your fists and then you open them. And you do this while breathing, making sure to take deep breaths in and out. Uh, and then you imagine that all of that stuff, that negative energy, is just being released through your hands out and just away from your body. And you could even imagine it going out in front of you and then having a bubble come around that negative energy and then imagine that that bubble is going towards essentially like the sun a bright white light that is far out in front of you and then it'll go towards the sun as far as the eye can see and then it'll just disappear and then all of that negative energy will be out of your body that's it that's a grounding technique that i really like uh, i find it has been very effective for me it's super relaxing and has definitely helped me feel safe so anger anger is not a bad emotion anger serves a purpose and Anger is not only a secondary emotion, that's a harmful misunderstanding of anger and can work to actually 
further have people suppress their anger because when somebody says to you, oh, anger is a secondary emotion, what are you actually feeling underneath? When you feel threatened or like your boundaries haven't been respected or the boundaries of somebody else that you really care about haven't been respected, that is a time when you would feel primary anger. Um, So if somebody says that you're not feeling that way, then that is invalidation and that will further be traumatic to you. Um, I don't know why I laugh so much about those things. It's not funny. I guess I'm just giggling. Today's a giggly day. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) a lot of this angering, it has to be accompanied by non-judgment because especially if you were judged as a child a lot about feeling the emotion of anger, if you further judge yourself about expressing it now in these more healthy ways, then it's it's not going to serve you because you're just going to further repress the anger that needs to come out. So whenever that voice comes in your head, I mean, don't try to get rid of it because anytime you try to get rid of a voice like that that comes from your inner critic, uh, it's just going to make the inner critic louder. So what you can do instead is say, like, hi, I see you. You could write a letter to your inner critic if you wanted. You could treat it as, like, a <laughs> tantruming child if you wanted and just give it things to soothe it that are that come from the heart because something that I heard today from from a YouTuber, actually, who I really, really like. Uh, I just started watching her videos. She said that when you're trying to heal from the inner critic, don't try to beat it with your brain. Try to beat it with your heart. So cultivate a lot of self-compassion and love feelings because if you try to outthink your inner critic, it will outthink you because that's where it exists. I'm paraphrasing here, but uh, this was essentially what I got from the YouTuber Danny Fox, um, F-O-X-X. And yeah, that just really resonated with me because I know that I've definitely tried to like push away thoughts before and that just makes them worse. There's that age old example of don't think of a pink elephant. Well, what are you thinking about? a pink elephant. And when I heard that uh, this morning, actually, I got the thought, I like saw the pink elephant, and then I got the thought, no, it's a blue elephant. And then I got the thought, I'm not thinking about a pink elephant. And then I got the thought, oh, I must be different than everybody else. (laughs) It was just so funny to see my own brain's denial of what was going on, which I think can be such an easy road to go down with emotions too, like thoughts and emotions, that the denial piece can be like huge. I remember when I was a kid sometimes before presentations, I would get really, really anxious and I would kind of worry about whatever was going wrong or could go wrong or just the fact of standing up in front of the peers that I had in my grade who I felt didn't really understand me made me super anxious, but I would push it down. I'd stuff it down because I'd feel like, oh my God, if I get up there and I faint or I start crying or something, then they're all going to laugh at me. So I can't do that. So I would like stuff down that anxiety and then it would just come out later in my day. Like once I got home, it would be so much worse. And that's so typical of emotions. Every time you repress them is that they just grow and get bigger. So definitely recommend tuning into your own anger, figuring out 
all the times that you felt like you weren't able to express your anger and then finding ways to express your anger in a healthier way um, will be just so beneficial to you uh, because you don't deserve that inner critic voice. You don't deserve that inner experience of turning that anger towards yourself, um, which in turn can make you, like I kind of touched on before, not set strong boundaries with others because you feel like you don't deserve it. Um, maybe you feel like you have some sort of fatal flaw, which I know that I felt like I did when I was growing up and um, I'm still working on that, but that fatal flaw kind of made me feel like I didn't have to respect my own boundaries or express my needs because, uh, or express when I had a problem with somebody because their opinions, thoughts, needs, whatever, were more valid than mine were because I had that fatal flaw, which is not true. You are not broken. There is nothing wrong with you. There is nothing wrong with you expressing your needs or wants or opinions that is so valid and so necessary because you are your number one in this life and you got you and that is amazing. Um, there's nothing wrong with being a little bit self connected because when you're connected to yourself and your wants and your needs you're actually teaching others to respect those wants and needs and they will treat you better and that is what you deserve because you deserve to be treated like a beautiful human being that you are um, and you should feel safe being able to express your needs and emotions and opinions and everything like that even anger or the more negative emotions quote unquote which that in itself is an invalidation of those emotional experiences because there are no negative and positive emotions. They're just emotions. The way to kind of work on this stuff is by journaling a lot. Journal everything that comes into your brain. I, I mean it. Like every realization that you have, uh, every connection that you make, every memory that comes up in your mind when you are having an emotional experience uh, because I know that for me, if I'm having a strong emotion in the present, it will remind me of other times when I felt like that in the past. And so making seeing those connections will be really great in order for you to start to heal from this and be able to fully feel your emotions. Um, another thing is doing the angering process. Just feeling righteously pissed off about what happened to you and the fact that you didn't get your needs met or your boundaries were crossed is okay but knowing that you're feeling that because you need to experience what that feels like and you can also tell yourself tell that inner child that that lives inside of you that you are now in an adult body and the emotional experiences that you felt when you were a child that were so overwhelming to you won't be overwhelming anymore because you are not a child anymore. You are an adult and you can, you can experience and hold those big emotions in your body and you are strong enough and smart enough to bring in other techniques and skills and people if you need help with these big emotions but you're not stuck and and they won't it won't be the same as when you were a child so if you can just reassure your inner child that you are here for them and you you know that they're afraid 
of these new big emotions, but you're not going to let them overwhelm you. Um, You're just here to learn what they feel like in a space in yourself that is safe. Yeah, that can be really helpful. Some bands that I really like to listen to when I am mad. I mean, there's Green Day, which is a classic. There's some LinkedIn Park in there. What else? Evanescence. If you really want to get into, like, the angry, angry music, you can do Tool. Sometimes when I listen to, like, heavy metal, it just makes me laugh because the emotion or, like, the words in it just crack me up. And also, I just can't take it seriously. So for me, it doesn't work very well. But maybe for you, you'll find that it does. Well, I wish you all the best of luck with this. It is honestly so important because if that anger exists in you and you haven't figured out a way to deal with it, then it'll come out, like I said before, in ways where maybe you are an alcoholic because you drank to manage your anger or you started drinking to cope with the inner experiences of not getting your needs met and not being able to set boundaries and just being frustrated by that and then that made you even more angry or if you are a woman and you society has told you that you aren't supposed to feel angry because that's not a feminine emotion well that is just bullshit um if you are a man and you have been told that your only emotion that you should be feeling is anger well that's also bullshit both of those extremes are not true. Uh, if you if you identify as a man and that is your societal conditioning, your work that you will need to do is learning how to feel emo- feel anger, uh, identify when it's a primary emotion versus a secondary emotion, and then if it's a secondary emotion, work on feeling the primary emotions. Something that could help there is printing out a color wheel with all of the emotions on it and then taking that with you wherever you go. You can make like a little one that you keep in your wallet or have it on the wallpaper in your phone so that you can familiarize yourself with all of the different kinds of emotions that you can feel. Um, And then for, for women, it's your healing will center more around accepting anger and bringing it into your life and learning how to express it in a healthy way. I mean, for for men too. And then for anybody else in between, non-binary folks, they, them folks, lovely trans men or trans women, anybody who doesn't fit the gender binary, who has a mixture of any of these experiences, that is all valid too. And you can figure out what will be best for you and your individual experience around your own anger and how that's been conditioned by society. If any of you need some advice for your individual experience, you can always reach out to me and I can help. You can also reach out to a therapist and have them help you. But yes, your experience is valid and seen and and you deserve to learn how to feel anger just as amazingly as everybody else. As always, stay healthy, drink water, and I will see you next time.